picture a world where the gods have grown bored and fickle. Picture a world where reality shapes itself to their whims and desires in the search for entertainment. Picture a world where everything's a stage and the common folk merely players. Into this step the professional champions, heroes by trade and vocation, fighting to protect those in need. Some do it for gold, others for glory, but they all know that they are the thin line between the chaos of the gods and the safety of the world. And they also know this, if there's one thing the gods demand, it's a good performance. Welcome to Dungeon Majeure! Dungeon Majeure is an actual play Genesis podcast on a homebrewed world with some very homebrewed heroes. Starting on Wednesday the 14th of April and releasing weekly, find us wherever you get your podcasts and join us on the social medias under the banner of our parent show, Force Majeure, which is at Force Majeure Pod. So strap on your sword, fill up your tanker, take a seat by the fire and get ready for the show. Hey everybody, welcome back uh, to Silhouette Zero Season 3 Kachak Crusaders. I'm your host and GM, Chris Ng. I am the player, the brother Matt. Right now, Click, Kaz, and the rest of the crew have recently left Toydaria, having finally come to terms with dealing with Crud Evaporator, and now you're sorting through all the information you just received. And from that information, you have a destination, the planet Merker. Merker is of course not on any known star chart, but it does have a dark history from the Empire's past. So you've decided that you're going to need to enlist a little help. We cut to the outside of a Nebulan B frigate. It's floating in what you would consider deep space on the very furthest edge of extreme distance on capital ship scale from the planet Merker. This is of course the Twilight Imperator, the only ship that was saved from being scuttled with the rest of the fifth fleet during the Alliance's, I'm sorry, the New Republic's disarmament phase. It's seen better days, but it's always seen better days. Painted along the side is the red starbird of the Resistance, which is different from the blue starbird with the stars around it that is used by the New Republic. <laughs> Click, Kaz, and the crew, you are in the briefing room on the bridge, which has that fancy round hollow table. Click, you remember spending so many mission briefings here listening to General Magua laugh. Of course, it's not commanded by General Magua anymore. It is now under the command of Telly Mismos, who is a distant cousin of Kaz and Kaya's. So you called in some family favors and met up with Telly and the Twilight Imperator. And right now she's giving you a rundown of everything they've learned about Merker. Okay, so we did a long range scan. Um, you know, extremely long range. Okay. We're a little short on reconnaissance pilots, so we've got info, but it's not super accurate. Just get in a ship. <laughs> she presses a button and projects Merker on the table. 
It's mostly a jungle planet, so there's like a lot of creepy crawlies down there, but it did make finding power sources really easy to find. We're calling those sources the base and the laboratory. Or laboratory? Do you want me laboratory, laboratory? How do you how do you want me to say it? What's your preference? Um little to none. <laughs> okay, what about you cats? What's your preference? Um, how about just lab? Okay, the base and the lab. So the base is over here. Lots of Holonet activity coming out of here. A lot of computer activity, power signatures. So it's definitely fortified and almost definitely Imperial Remnant. It's definitely not First Order, so probably Imperial Remnant. Um, we also know that they have some fortified weapons, maybe a walker or two. We can't really tell the exact complement at this range, because again, no recon pilots. Again, get into a ship and fly over there. I don't fly. I don't fly, Uncle Click. I've told you this so many times. This doesn't make any sense. Why not? Well, firstly, I get terrible vertigo. I don't even know what that is. It's when you feel dizzy from very simple things. For example, if I keep staring at this rotating projection of Merker, I am going to start to feel dizzy. But you're not spinning the planet is. I know, but my head just... Whoa, whoa okay. See, now I've been looking at it too long. I'm, I'm just gonna... She turns around. I'll have to do the briefing <laughs> looking this way now. Um, Kaz, can you push the button when I tell you? Uh, sure. Okay, push the button. Pushing now. Pushed. Okay, this should be showing the labori... Uh, I mean, the lab. Is it showing you a smaller building? Yes. Okay, that that's the lab. So that also has an active power source, but it's a lot smaller, and we're not getting any HoloNet transmission or activity coming out of there. So I'm not really sure what its deal is. It does seem about lab size, though, based on, you know, previous efforts and the fact that you told me that there was like some sort of secret operation so makes sense it's probably a lab so here's the rub oh uh Kaz push the button pushing do you want some sort of herbal tea that usually settles my stomach when I'm feeling a little woozy it's not digestive though it's it's in my head it's vertigo uh commander Mismas yes uh, it's showing the picture of the planet again. Oh, no, no, no. Um, push it one more time. Okay. <laughs> now it's further out on the planet, and it shows a bunch of satellites. Okay, it's the planet, but with things around it. Okay, yeah, that's what I want. These are early warning probe satellites that were installed by, I assume, the Empire. You're doing a lot of assuming. You know, when I rolled with the Rebel Alliance, our information was way more secure than this. Okay, listen, this is a mobile listening outpost and refueling station. That's my job. Do you know how many crew members I have? Fifty. Six. I have six crew members and the rest are all droids and the droids are falling apart and I think they're talking about unionizing. Why don't you just fix the droids? I'm trying to, but the resistance has a tiny, tiny little budget. Okay, those stories you told about the Alliance... Take those resources and think about one-tenth of uh, that. We barely got any resources from the Rebellion, and we did fine. Exactly! I've got barely anything, and I'm supposed to be operating a frigate. I don't know why they didn't give me a Corvette. Corvette's much smaller. I've got all these empty medical bays. What am I supposed Wait, to do with those? Can we go back a second? Did you say the droids are unionizing? 
Well, they haven't yet, but I think they're talking about it. <laughs> what 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 are their demands? <laughs> well, firstly, spare parts. More spare parts, which I've told them a hundred times. I don't have them. It's not that I don't want to give it to them. I just don't have them. Okay. Um, and then, um, oh, they want representation in the command structure. <laughs> wow. These are very forward-thinking droids. Honestly, I support them. I'm not trying to play hard negotiator or anything like that. I just literally can't give them the things that they want. Otherwise, I would. Yeah, that's fair. Well, never mind that. These are my problems. They're not your problems, Uncle Click. But uh, if you if you're listening outpost and they're broadcasting a lot of transmissions, what have you listened? Oh, right. That is a good question. We did receive a bunch of transmissions, and we did record them. And what are they? Um, they are encrypted, and we have not cracked it. <laughs> so less of a listening outpost and more of a stealing from the mailbox outpost. <laughs> stealing from the mailbox and then feeling guilty about opening the mail. It's more like stealing from the mailbox, but it's got that tamper-proof packaging, and you don't have a knife, and you're just kind of sitting there clawing at it. You're putting your face against a little plastic window to see what's inside. Using your teeth sometimes before they start to hurt. <laughs> okay, okay, I get it. We're not in great shape. You don't need to tell me. I live it every day. Do you need help? Yeah, I definitely, definitely need help. But you know what? It's my turn to help you. So let's not get this backwards and flipped <laughs> around, okay? If But if we help you, will that help us? <laughs> I, I don't know. Look, I can give you the transmissions if you want them, and you can try to decrypt them. I'm not assigned here to pick those transmissions up, so I don't care what happens to them. Yes. Um, do you want to know what they say after we decrypt them, or do you actually not? Only if it's relevant to the Resistance and the First Order. If it's Imperial Remnant, I don't really care. Shouldn't you care a little bit? I mean, Imperial Remnants are... You may think that, you know... Imperial Revenant, First Order, it would be some sort of Venn diagram of a circle. But not according to the Resistance. I don't really know what we're doing, okay? It's very confusing. Does the Resistance know what they're doing? Sometimes I'm not sure. <laughs> Look, that's not important. The important part here are these early alert satellites. They are probably, definitely going to detect you unless you're super, super sneaky. So you're going to have to go to both places at the same time. Okay. Also, I can't spare any people because like I said, crew of six, I mean, I guess if you really need some of my resources and supplies, you can have them, but I really would rather not. Great. So it sounds like our entire fate is going to be determined by a roll of the dice. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not what I meant. I have got a couple of things I can use to help you, but you did bring your own chips, right? Yes. So to clarify, Click, having done this song and dance before, called home and had a couple of ships sent in. Hmm. So right now, docked in the Twilight Imperator are the Smuggler's Ace, mm -hmm. of course, the HWK-1000 with a bunch of stealth technology, but no weapons. You, of course, have the Spice Wolf. You may recall that at the beginning of Season 2, Rebellion, that you had a um, Income A36. That's a Pathfinder. Oh, yes. It was called Kobe Ship. Uh-huh. 
This one is an Incom A24 Sleuth, which is a smaller version of that same ship. It's a long-range scout ship. This one's called Kobe's Other Ship. <laughs> what happened with that one? <laughs> I don't like to talk about it. <laughs> so it's a long-range scout. It's got some decent stats, but it can only carry two people in it. So those are the three ships that you brought. Telly then goes on to say, Okay, so I went through the ship bay while you were on your way here. I got two options for you. The first is the deception icon. It is a... What? What's a deception icon? <laughs> That's the name. It's a Labna class shuttle. It's an um, old Imperial. I'm not really sure how long it's been in the bay. I did have it refurbished though, so it does work. And it's probably got old Imperial codes on it. So you got that option. Okay. I also had the few fighters we had left over from Ghost Squadron readied. So um, I've got you one X-Wing, four A-Wings. Wait, they disbanded Ghost Squadron? Well, Ghost Squadron was assigned to the Twilight Imperator. Oh, oh, wait a minute. These are the old ones from the Ghost Squadron when you were in it. Oh, so Ghost Squadron is still around. Well, yeah, uh, Kaya's in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. They're just fighters. They happen to have Ghost Squadron markings on them. I can take them off if you want. No, no. I want to see whose ships are there. <laughs> Oh, that's too bad. The painting droid's literally the only one that'll still do its job without any complaints. Well, let me look at it first. I... Goodness, I'm not going to make these calls without even viewing the product, okay? Hey, does it only paint ships? Because I got ideas. Also, do we know what color the sky is on the planet? Murky. Ah, ha, ah, ah. Murky's not a color, Miss Moss. <laughs> Sorry, Uncle Click. Uh, okay, uh, let me Google it. Regular sky color. <laughs> so, instead of sky blue, you, you chose regular sky color as your descriptor? Well, look, there's a bunch of pictures here. There's sunset orange, sky blue, misty swamp green. You know, regular sky. Wait, misty swamp green is a regular sky color to you? <laughs> well, in so much in that... The sky is not one given color at any given moment. Right. It's not going to be Mustafar where it's smoky black all the time. Right. So parts of it are regular sky and other parts are for some reason the planet Namek. Is that what I'm getting from this? Oh, yeah. I can't think of any other time I've seen a green sky in, in my head. That, that's pretty good. <laughs> well, Criff. So couple of game points here you have to split up and the only limitation here are and you've probably already figured this out kobe has to go to the base because of all the computers and right joza has to go to the lab mission because it's in the middle of the jungle mm. other than that open season well i think it's going to go exactly how you think so <laughs> i actually don't know how it's going to go so why do we need to take over the 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 office building fortress base? Oh yeah, why are you here in general? So you need more data. Mm. This is an amazing opportunity to get whatever Damrill was researching here. Mm -hmm. Because this was his base for a long time. Did we explain? I think we did, right? Did we explain what the monsters were made out of? I think I did. Uh, weren't they part Isla Miri or something? Yeah. Right, that's correct. 
So this is where he did all of that research. So you need to get that data. You're just not sure where it is. So it could be up his base or it could be in the lab. Gotcha. Telly is saying you probably can't. Well, if you want both, you got to hit both simultaneously because of the warning system. Right. Do you want him to talk it out? Sure. I mean, again, like I said, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know how it's going to go, but let's talk it out anyway. So is there a version of this mission where I don't have to go to an Imperial base or the swamp? No. Oh, come on. What is your home planet like anyway? I don't know. I've never been to the home world. <laughs> that place is for chumps. My home world's Bespin. You're, whole, you're, you're from Bespin? Yeah, that's where I grew up. Wild. Yeah, it's pretty nice there. Not sure what you're all complaining about. We were literally in a desert and a forest and a bunch of battles. Why are you complaining now? I'm just tired. I could use a break. It's been forever since I've been in a spa. <laughs> I'm going to have to leave the team going to the lab. Why? You see that? I push back on the projector three times. Okay. There's no landing spots nearby. We're going to have to trek in. I'm the only one with any training tracking through the wilderness. I would agree with that. Oh, if you want, I could just go by myself. It's just an abandoned lab, right? We don't know that. They have bad intel, no people, and unruly droids. Yeah, you definitely shouldn't go alone. That's the worst possible option. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll definitely go to the swamp. All right, that works for me. I mean, frankly, if we have to break into an abandoned building, you're going to need me, right? Oh, right, because you're a skilled thief. Uh, I prefer roguish scoundrel. <laughs> hey, you can't blame her for forgetting. You only told us the one story about how you tried to steal something and you didn't. You haven't really told us any stories about how you actually stole something. You don't need to be successful to be one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's thinking I can get behind. <laughs> I was trained by Jinko, okay? Was he a successful thief? Yeah. I mean, usually. Still alive. I think that's pretty successful for a thief, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I got that. I think of you as my sketchy friend and a great adventurer. I didn't know you were so dedicated to being a well-known thief, but if that's what you want, I support you. I, I don't... I, I'm not all in on it. I'm just saying that I can pick a lock. <laughs> I don't think Joza can. Kaz, when we get back to civilization, I'm going to hook you up with this guy who will design you the most amazing calling cards. <laughs> okay, that sounds really cool, actually. <laughs> hey, doofuses. <laughs> I've decided you three are going to the swamp lab. The rest of us are going to go to the military base. What? I don't want to go to the military base. You're coming with me to the military base, Jinko. Ah, uh, every time. Look, I'm sorry if you wanted to powwow out in the jungle with the kids. The kids' table's booked. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking Mahalo's idea wasn't so bad. Uh, getting a calling card? We're not going to either. 
yeah, not going to either. But you know what? I'm here. You still pay me. What else do I have to live for? Let's go. I mean, plus we are doing this for a very good reason, Jinko. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. This isn't something that I just decided to do on a whim for funsies. <laughs> yeah, but you have to admit, it could have been. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here's what's gonna happen. You kids are gonna take the smuggler's ace. You'll be able to slip by real easy. No special skills involved. I believe we will take the scout ship, Kobe's other ship, that is, and I will be flying in the X-Wing. End of episode. Okay, time for some community shoutouts and then some other talk. First up, Dungeon Majeure, which you heard at the beginning of the show, um, is coming out very, very soon. Go ahead and check that out. It's from the people that bring you Force Majeure, so I'm sure it's going to be awesome. If you are uh, loving the Genesis Fantasy Flight game style gameplay, but need a little more fantasy in your life, I'm sure it will scratch that itch just perfectly. Additionally, there's a new Star Wars show on the block. Um, a new new player has entered the fray. It is a show um, called Dice, Star Wars, and Chocolate Milk. So go ahead and search for that. Check it out. Other community shoutouts. Nick would like to give a shout out to Leslie um, for all the dogs that she posts in the Discord server. And uh, Leslie actually in turn would also give a shout out to the Silhouette Zero Discord there are a lot of animals being posted there. So if you like animals, maybe you should check that out. Um, other things going on. We are streaming people now. Uh, Matt does uh, streaming at twitch.tv slash the brother Matt. He does some games and bad art streams um, in which he does bad art. And it, it's very on brand and hilarious. So go ahead and check that out. Follow him there. His Twitters are now at SilZeroMatt, that's S-I-L-Z-E-R-O-M-A-T-T, -T, and the brother Matt one And me, the show Twitter is at SilZeroChris, and then at IngDaydreams. IngDaydreams is also my Twitch name, twitch.tv slash IngDaydreams. And uh, that's the name of a YouTube channel where I put up uh, video replays and edited videos of uh, things I talk about on stream, podcast editing, uh, story structure, writing advice. I did a live writing video, that kind of stuff. So if you're interested in that kind of thing, go check that out and um, subscribe there. Now, um, let's talk about why this episode is so short and give you a couple of updates. Uh, if you don't care about any of the behind the scenes stuff, you can just end the episode now. Hit stop, move on, go listen to uh, another show. But if you're still sticking around, um, I guess you want to know. So basically, um, if you've been following along, well, if you heard the interlude episodes, you know, episode 25's audio was trash because I have the wrong microphone selected. Um, and if you go to that aforementioned YouTube channel, you can watch me edit that video and you can see how long it takes. Um, it takes a very, very long time to re-record all those lines. And I was originally very committed to re-recording all of it. Um, so in order to get that done, Matt and I actually recorded a third Mecha interlude episode, uh, a couple weeks ago. Now cut to that audio was actually ruined too. There was a weird audio clicking whenever I was speaking, which is literally the worst possible thing to happen because there's absolutely no way to fix it. So that would mean I would have to re-record the interlude. 
and episode 25, which pretty much defeats the purpose of the interlude. Um, and I realized this on Tuesday, um, and I'm trying to get the episodes out on Thursdays now, and so that wasn't going to work since I only had two days. So that either meant I had to postpone and um, get this episode 25 out when it was all completely re-recorded, which probably would have been another two to three weeks, or um, see if I could sh just shorten the episode. And then sort of as it turns out where this episode ends, is kind of where the relevant content ends. Um, I mean, there's some jokes and some fluff and a little bit of extra background knowledge and prep, um, but it's not really super important. Um, and so I just sort of decided to cut my losses uh, and post this episode as it is now. But this like really conveniently demonstrates something that's been going on behind the scenes here at Sil Zero HQ, uh, which is that stuff is breaking. Uh, clearly, my microphone is dying. Uh, my studio monitoring headphones, which I do all my mixing, just died. Uh, and my the PC I was using to do the show is way out of date. Uh, I basically borrow another one to do everything for the show now. And the, the old one is literally sitting next to me here, not even plugged in. That's how useless it has become. So um, on top of that... I don't know. I've been struggling as to whether I want to talk about this a lot in public, and I, I guess I'm going to go for it. Basically, like the, the pandemic has kind of put things into perspective for me. And I know uh, I have people in my life who ask me, well, even you guys sometimes will just ask me, like, what's the long term plan here? Like, what, what are your goals for the show? Do you want to go full time? Do you want to go full time writing? Uh, do you want to do like a multi-channel content creation? Like what, what's your long-term goal? And honestly, for the last couple of years, I was pretty chill with things just being the way they are. Um, and I, I don't know that full-time anything as a content creator or a writer is really plausible for me anytime soon. I mean, I have four young kids and... They're expensive, as is their health insurance, as is the house, as is the car, as is food. So, I don't know. I don't know if that's really a plausible goal for me anymore. But I think what I did realize is that regardless of whether anything becomes quote-unquote full-time or part-time or however much money is involved, um, I just want to make more stuff. I want to write more books. I want to put out the podcast episodes faster. Um, I would love to do more audio dramas. Um, I've wanted to do video storytelling. And, you know, now I'm doing the streaming thing. Like, I just want to make more things. But again, you know, full-time job, four kids. Um, time is really, like, the ultimate limiting factor. So if I want to make more, I need to hire people. Um, right now I do everything myself and I've been really proud of that, but if Sil Zero as a show is going to evolve and grow, and if I am going to evolve and grow, I need to change how I operate things. Um, so if you're thinking to yourself, hey, he's going to ask for money. Well, yeah, you're right. And I'm sorry because I, I really do hate this part. But if I'm going to give up some of the creative control of what we produce, I need it to be professional. So we would need more money to do that. Now look, if you don't have any money, please don't feel bad. It's hard out here. I fully understand that. 
Um, and honestly, you need to take care of yourself first. But if you have a little extra money um, and you like what's going on, please subscribe to the Patreon at patreon.com slash soulzero. Um, One dollar gets you access to the aforementioned uh, animal-filled patron discord. Uh, $5 gets you all the bonus content, including chit chat with Chris and Matt, Still Zero Rewind, um, audio dramas, audio versions of um, all of the streaming content I make regarding like GM advice and writing advice. Um, so you don't have to actually watch anything on a live player. Um, and honestly, I could make more, even more stuff on Patreon if I had more help to do it. Um, right now, about 2% of the listenership of the show is on Patreon. Uh, and I'm extremely grateful for all of you. It, it, that money has supported the show and kept up our gear mostly up to date and has saved me more than once um, in a couple of binds that I've fallen into. But if that bumped up to 5 or 10% of the listeners, that would massively change what we could produce. Like, massively so, um, you know, if you can't do Patreon, uh, we've got merch. So you can go to soulzeromedia.com um, and then just click on the merch store if you want, you know, something in return for your money. Totally get that. Um, or, you know, if you just want to do a one-time donation, we still have the coffee active at ko-fi.com slash soulzero. So, you know, if you're looking for ways to support or, or just tell somebody about the show, uh, we still grow. We still get new listeners all the time. And, and that's really 100% word of mouth. We don't advertise. We don't plug. We don't um, post anywhere. We, we just let you guys do the talking now. And it's it's you're an amazing community that has slowly spread the word of Silhouette Zero far and wide. And I, I'm very grateful for that. Um, but by the way, if everything's fine, honestly, like if, if we don't get any more patrons or any more money, I'll, I'll still be able to replace all the things that are breaking over time. So don't worry about that. The show's not in danger or anything like that. Um, but I, I really want to see what we can do. Um, and if you want to see what we can do, I, I hope you'll jump in with us. So anyway, um, that's what's up with why this episode's so short. The sales pitch is over. Thank you, as always, for listening. And until next time, may the force be with you. <laughs>